At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hello and welcome to episode 890 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday, the final day of the week. The weekend is right upon us, guys. I got a lot of sweats for you today. I have a six-pack of Major League Baseball plays. Big night here uh, across Friday Night Lights and MLB. And then also, I have a UFC play for you for tomorrow. Biting in the arena. That's right. Didn't have any system matches last week, so took the week off. But I got a big one here. A big boy. uh, Big boy sweat here. Big boy bout uh, for us to get down on with some really sharp data in favor of this fighter. Or this biter, as I should say. Uh, And then also, I have an NFL preseason bet for you tomorrow, focusing on another information-based plus data-driven bet uh, with with a good, sharp line move and a team that's going to play their guys versus a team that is not. So stay tuned for all of that on a big pod today, episode 890. Again, six MLB, one NFL preseason, one UFC for tomorrow. Now, that being said, we've been knocking at the door all week, guys. Two and two on Monday, three and three on Tuesday, three and three on Wednesday, Finally broke through with a perfect night last night. 2-0, plus 1.55 units. We got the Dodgers. Had to eke out a 1-0 win there. Shout out to Austin Barnes hitting his first home run in over a year. Also got the New York Mets. That really kind of fishy move betting against uh, Wainwright. Wainwright actually wasn't that bad. The Mets were able to cash as a road favorite with a sharp move in their favor. Now, the uh, Tigers game got rained out, so didn't play that one. Uh, And then also what kept us, uh, and maybe even had a better night. You could have gone... Um, 3-0, and uh, plus 1.92 units. If you had the Seattle Mariners with me earlier in the day, that was a morning bets pod and sharp report play as well. Uh, but bearing the lead, how about the Eagles? Now, you guys may have been surprised by this. I know I had a couple DMs, a couple tweets, people who were pleasantly surprised because, as you know, we money line the Eagles. Now, the thought process there was Eagles had a really sharp line move. Eagles went from, uh, were they, minus 2.5 up to minus 3.5, even got up to minus 4. Uh, beat the closing line there because money lined them when they were at three and a half. So had a good number just in general. Also the fact that Philly was going to play a bunch of their guys. Cleveland was going to sit a bunch of their backups and Philly had dominated joint practices. 
Well, guess what? It ends in an 18-18 to 18 tie, uh, and I think a lot of people would assume maybe that, hey, if you're on a money line and your team ties, you probably lose the bet, right? But actually, the beauty of a money line on a tie in football is that it's a push, baby. It's a voided bet. Basically, it's a refund. It's a no action, whatever you want to call it. So if you may have thought you lost that bet because you're on the money line and it was a tie and you need them to win and they didn't win, they tied. Nope, little little angle there, little house rules that benefited us. And typically, you know, a push is never a great thing. You always want to win. But if it's between a push and a loss, I will take a push every single time. So oftentimes, guys, we talk about, you know, money lining short favorites. And, you know, 99% of the time, the whole reason is, hey, if this short favorite only wins by one, two, or three, and I lay a three and a half, I lose my bet. Why don't I just pay a little more juice to say hashtag win the damn game? However, when it comes to preseason, that's another angle there why you want a money line. Because if you had gone spread Philly minus three and a half, you lose your bet. The books, they graded out the spread and they graded out the total. They did not grade out the money line. So that's the important little factor there. Another reason, another feather in the cap of why you want a money line short favorites instead of uh, instead of going spread. So saves you on a tie, also saves you on a short win if they don't cover the spread. So I'll take it, guys. Uh, a tie, a push, avoided bet, a no action, a refund, whatever you want to call it. Got our money back on the Eagles, which is fine with me. Uh, although they did have an opportunity, it was uh, I was watching that game. They had a goal line play where the guy should have caught it. They would have uh, either tied it or been up one, or tied it or been down one, or something, depending if they go for it. And then you know one more score later, they would have won it anyway. But here, I'm not going to complain about uh, a tie, a push. I'll take it. So either way, guys, two and zero plus one point five five units in MLB. And again, if you had the Mariners, you're three and zero plus one point nine two units. So let's hope that that is the start of a good hot streak for us. So that being said, as I set the table, big MLB day, six bets overall, one NFL, one UFC. Before we dive into all of our sweats, though, you know, this is the part of the pod at the beginning where I like to run through some housekeeping because I love to see that we're having more and more people listen and download to the morning bets and the Market Insights pod. Just tells me that, uh, you know, maybe if you listen here or there, you don't really get the point of it. But if you grind on a daily basis, you say, hey, the data-driven approach, it's got a lot of great uh, assets here. So uh, if you're uh, new to the pod or if you haven't done it yet, always recommend first signing up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. All you got to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Very simple, very easy. We'll be glad that you signed up because once you do, then you're going to get an email from us. Every single morning it's going to say from Bill at VEASAN. That's my guy, Bill D, And it's going to let you know all the big sweats on tap that day as well as interesting uh, insights from our team of analysts. You're also going to get promos for legal sports books. If you haven't done it yet, make sure you open up that second account or third account or fourth account so you can shop for the best line for the NFL season, finding hooks when you could otherwise get uh, just you know a regular number. Uh, but then also, uh, links to all of our pods, all of our articles. Uh, today's newsletter we let off with, uh, which is close to my heart, Steve Mackinan, a great article on the NFL splits data. Hint, hint, why do we go contrarian? Because being with the public – uh, and being on the favorite doesn't typically do well. And Steve had a great write-up uh, on today's new, or in today's newsletter, and these are the type of insights you can bank on once you sign up for the newsletter. So it's free. It costs you nothing. Gets you excited. Tells you all the big games each day to be aware of, as well as what's going on at VEASAN and what's going on in Vegas. So sign up, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN All Access Pro member. Become a pro subscriber once you do. Uh, then you're going to get everything we offer. All of our best bet picks sent directly to your inbox multiple times throughout the uh, the day from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the great DraftKings percentages, as well as all of our betting guides as well. So all included when you become a member. 
you don't need me to tell you. It's about to get busy around here. It's about to get hectic. It's about to get crazy in a good way with all these sports returning and our, uh, our daily sweats having multiple sports to choose from. So if you want to get yourself in the best position possible to make the smartest bets that you can, let VEASAN help you along in that journey. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And you guys know by now, we need to be the first to know about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries. If you're playing these NFL uh, preseason info-based bets, you know, getting tweets from beat reporters of what the coaches are telling them what they're going to do, and also creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other betters. So uh, you can definitely follow us at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. So after a nice sweep yesterday, 2-0, plus 1.55 units, may even have gone 3-0 with the Mariners. By the way, shout out to Julio Rodriguez, who went 5 for 5, made us sweat that thing, but Rodriguez came up bigly for the team. But anyway, let's turn the page to a big Friday uh, here with uh, across the, the diamond, 15 games overall. First one on the board for me, guys, I'm going with the Toronto Blue Jays. Jays, early game here, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time, my first sweat of the day. Seen some good movement on the Jays. So a little background, the Jays, 67-55, and 55, just split a two-game series with Philly. They lost 9-4 to four on Wednesday as a minus-140 home favorite in the series finale. Meanwhile, the Red Legs, 63-59. and 59. Remember, they split against uh, a two-game series against Cleveland but had a huge win for us, that fishy line move. Remember, they were like minus-175 with Abbott on the bump. They won 7-2. Well, for tonight's pitching matchup, we have Jose Barrios going for Toronto, the righty, 9-8, 3.53 ERA. He'll be opposed by Brett Kennedy, uh, journeyman, 29-year-old. Uh, he's 1-0 with a 5.14 ERA. Uh, so what have we seen across the market here? Well, I'm going Jays, baby. Jays caught my eye as a big, sharp line move. The Jays actually opened as low as minus 135. Now they're up to minus 145, minus 150. So we've seen this line move pretty big in their favor. You're getting about the, that 10 cents of steam or more indicator of smart money, big, sharp action in their favor. And what I also like is that it's kind of a 50-50 bet split. Toronto's only getting very, you know, slightly more than 50% of tickets. So uh, theoretically, as you guys know by now, 50-50, a line really shouldn't move that much. Maybe it moves a couple cents here or there. When it moves 10, 15 cents, uh, that's an indicator that it's not just the public, it's wise guy money. Maybe not the raw ticket count, but each ticket that's on the Toronto Blue Jays are bigger, sharper wagers from pro betters. Uh, also, Toronto has a lot of good system matches. First would be just classic interleague favorite, the lack of familiarity benefiting the better team. But also, uh, if you look at both had the day off, take the favorite. Very simple system, but a lot of people would assume just both had the day off. It's an equalizer, but no, it actually disproportionately benefits the better team. If you both had the day off the previous day, take the favorite. That's 105 and 62 this year, 63% with a 4% ROI. We've also seen road interleague favorites do very well, 112 and 75, 60% this year. And then also our sweet spot short road favorite between minus 120 and minus 150. Those teams are 174 and 113, 61% with a 6% ROI. And then last system that I love will be an American League East favorite playing a non-American League East team. Uh, that system is 186 and 106 this year, 64% uh, with a 4% ROI. So a bunch of matches here on Toronto. Uh, Toronto has the better bats, nothing huge, but slightly, 259 versus 251. Uh, better team ERA, 3.70 versus 4.76. And then Toronto's actually been pretty good on the road, 35-28, and 28, since he is just 30-32 and 32 at home. So uh, Brios has been pretty good all year. Uh, this guy Kennedy is a journeyman. I'm hoping the bats of, Tex of Toronto really get to him tonight. But this is a big system match play. 
kind of a 50-50 line move. Uh, I'm going with Toronto, guys. Shop around. I got the Jays at minus 145. Next bet for you. This one ticked up quite a bit. It's come back down a bit, but it's a dance with the one who brung you bet. I'm sticking with the Phillies, baby. Give me the Phils. Now, I got the Phils at a bad minus 200 this morning. You can shop around and find them around minus 185, minus 190. There's been a little bit of buyback here on Washington, but it doesn't change my overall approach to Philly. So I'm sticking with my original bet. Uh, Phillies, by the way, 66 and 55. Just split a two-game set at the Blue Jays. Just mentioned that, but they won the finale 9-4 as a plus-115 road dog. Meanwhile, the Nats, 55-67, and 67, took two or three from my Red Sox. How pathetic is that? Red Sox going for a playoff spot, and you lose two out of three to the Washington Nationals. Uh, made it interesting. The Red Sox were down like 7-0 at one point, I think. They lost 10-7. Nats cash as a plus-155 home dog. But big reason why I'm sticking with the Phillies is the pitching matchup. Phillies are going with Rady Michael Lorenzen. 7-7, seven and 3.23 seven, ERA. Meanwhile, Nats are going with Joan Adan, 1-0, 5.14 ERA. But if you guys remember what happened last time Lorenzen pitched, he threw a no-hitter. Uh, so not only was it a no-hitter, but it was against Washington. So hopefully he'll carry over some of that momentum. What I also like is, you know, typically after no-hitter, sometimes you want to fade these guys. That You know, they get a lot of interviews and a lot of celebrity and a lot of attention and the spotlight, and maybe they get kind of a big head. Uh, but Lorenzen, I don't feel that way. And actually, they've given him extra rest. He hasn't pitched in eight days. He threw 128 pitches in that no-hitter. So he's not just regular five-day rest. He's eight days of rest. So I think that hopefully will be a benefit in his favor. Uh, Phillies are getting around 80% of bets and dollars. So big um, you know, big uh, share of pro and Joe support in their direction. Now, Philly opened like minus 185, got up to two, minus 200. They're pretty much back down to minus 185. So again, it's kind of gone back and forth here. But you still have a rested versus back-to-back system match where Phillies were rested, didn't play yesterday. The Nats played the Red Sox. If you're a rested favorite playing a team on a back-to-back, uh, those teams are 33 and 20 this year, 60%, including 11 and 6, 65% when, when they're on the road. I'd also keep an eye out for the total here. Uh, it's nine, juiced up under minus 115. Looks like there was some liability to the under 56% bet, 66% money. And the forecast is mid seventies with the wind blowing in around 10 miles per hour. So again, I got a bad minus 200. You can now get a minus 185. It shot up real early overnight, early morning to Philly. It's come back down a bit, but I'm sticking with uh, the fills here. Dance with the one who brung me again, minus 200 was my bet. You can now get them at minus 185 either way. Let's go Phillies. Next one up, taking a shot with the Houston Astros, baby. Give me the Strohs tonight. Uh, shop around. I got the Strohs at minus 155. Uh, Houston at home against Seattle. Pitching matchup here, pretty good matchup. Bryce Miller going for Seattle, 7-4 with a 4.04 ERA. But he'll be going up against J.P. France, who's quietly become uh, one of the better starters in the American League. 9-3, 2.74 ERA. Now, what I like about Houston is the steam in their direction. They opened around minus 140-ish, minus 145. Now they're up to minus 155, so 10, 15 cents of steam in their direction. They're getting 77% of bets, but 87% of the money. So another pro and Joe split uh, where public's just saying ride Houston because, you know, it's this it's their time of year to get hot and maybe make a, a deep playoff run, uh, whereas pros really like Houston because of the value of the number. Maybe they had it close to minus 150 to begin with, which is why they hit the early minus 140. This would also be another rest versus tired system match. Whereas, uh, you know, Houston didn't play yesterday. Seattle played, had to travel from Kansas City to Houston. And their bullpen, uh, Seattle ended up taking three of four, which is great. We got, you know, three out of the four wins and rode them every game. 
but it was never easy. You know, they had to use their, a lot of their bullpen. So now you got to play a divisional opponent uh, who's rested and ready to go. Again, 60% is that favorite off a day off versus a back-to-back team. Uh, Astros also have raked in the division. They're 26 and 14, 65% in the division. And when both teams are coming off a win, take the home favorite. Simple system there, but that's 60% this season. Now, I'm also going to bank on Houston's bats. They're hitting 252 versus 238 for Seattle. But really digging into the pitching matchup, you know, Bryce uh, Miller, he's got good numbers, but he's got a 4.41 ERA in three August starts. Meanwhile, J.P. France, who I mentioned before, in his last eight starts, Houston is 8-0, a perfect 8-0. He's gotten run support. He's pitched great. He's got a 1.74 ERA in two August starts, and he's given up two earned runs or less in six straight starts. So if Houston's rested, ready to go, Seattle's tired, J.P. France is throwing the ball great. They got good steam. They're at home, ready to go. I'm going Houston, guys. Give me the Strohs at minus 155. We're going to take a very, very short break. We're halfway through our MLB slate. Told you we had six plays. Well, that's three down, three to go. But then it's not just baseball. I'm going to hit you with an NFL preseason data-driven bet for tomorrow, as well as finishing up the pot on a Friday, going back to our wheelhouse, a biting play in the arena for the UFC. Big, sharp line move, good bet split. Going to hit on it all. The rest of baseball, NFL preseason, UFC. When we return on episode 890 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that now means you can also watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 890 of the VEASAN Market Insights pod broke through. Finally, we're treading water, treading water, and then we busted open the door like the uh, the Kool-Aid man with a nice little 2-0 last night, plus 1.55 units, 
Dodgers and the Mets both coming through. The Tigers were rained out. We got our Eagles money line play refunded because it was a tie. Uh, and you may have even gone 3-0 and uh, with the Mariners there early in, earlier in the day. But anyway, guys, we start off with MLB. I'm on Philly. I got a bad minus 200. You can now get a minus 185. I'm on Toronto at minus 150. Uh, and I'm on Houston at minus 155. Keep on cruising. Three more bets for you. Now, this one here is like the uh, Cincinnati Reds the other night. Made no sense, but you got to trust the market, trust the data. And it's so fishy and disgusting and makes no sense that I love it. I'm talking about the Colorado Rockies, baby. Give me the Rockies. There's something in the water, in the Rocky Mountain water uh, tonight with the White Sox visiting Colorado. It's an 8.40 p.m. Eastern time first pitch. Uh, makes no sense, but tells me that it's sharp for whatever reason. Uh, so pitching matchup here, you have Michael Kopech going for the White Sox, 5-10, 4.58 ERA. He'll be going up going up against Peter Lambert, who's 2-4 with a 5.46 ERA. Now, if you look at the records of these teams, both well out of the playoffs, White Sox are 48-73, Colorado's 46-75. So probably should be a pick em number, right? Maybe Chicago White Sox a smaller a small favorite. Well, guess what? This game actually opened with the White Sox listed as a minus 125, minus 130 favorite. And now it's completely flipped to Colorado, minus 115, minus 120. So what's going on here? This is a massive dog-to-fave line move in favor of the Rockies. Uh, and also, you look at the bet split, only 30% of bets are on Colorado. 70% of bets say, Colorado Rockies, you stink. Even though the White Sox have been disappointing, but they're the lesser of two evils. Play the White Sox. However, if 70% of bets are, of bets are on the White Sox, why are we seeing this line completely flip toward Colorado? You know, if White Sox open laying minus 120, minus 125, even minus 130, why are you now getting plus money on the White Sox? Why are the books shifting the number so much to give you a much better uh, you know, price here? Well, it tells me because wise guys got down hard on Colorado, baby. So it's a dog-to-fave line move. Uh, this would be a rest-first-tired, or sorry, uh, not a rest-first-tired, but a both had the day off take the favorite, 63% this season. Also, interleague favorites, uh, they've done very well. Um, interleague favorites in general, lack of familiarity, as you always hear me say, uh, is a benefit to, quote-unquote, the better team, not based on the one-loss record, but based on who's favored. Also, going to lean on the bats of Colorado. They're hitting 249 versus 237 for the White Sox. Also, the White Sox are in a fade spot. They're 29-55 and 55 as a dog. They're 34-57 and 57 against righties. They're 23-40 and 40 on the road. And I have another system here, a short interleague favorite. If you're a short interleague favorite of minus 140 or less, those teams are 134 and 103 this year, 57%, but a 3% ROI because you're laying really short chalk numbers. So you add it all up, guys. I can't tell you why pros like Colorado, but I can tell you that they like Colorado here. So this is a fishy play that certainly isn't the most popular, uh, you know, most heavily bet game of the night, but public says, oh, give me an easy winner. Okay, White Sox, yet why is this thing flipping so bigly to Colorado? Tells me pros are on the Rockies here. So shop around. I got the Rockies at minus 115. You're now looking at Colorado around minus 120. But let's go Rockies, baby, in a game that makes no sense, which you'll learn to love if you've been betting long enough. Uh, anyway, next up, let's go Baltimore Orioles, baby. O's on the road at Oakland. Big sharp steam. O's open around minus 175. Now they're up to minus 185, minus 190. Uh, pitching matchup here, Kyle Gibson, 11-7, 4.89 ERA going against Luis Medina who's 3-8 with a 5.31 ERA. Uh, but I mentioned the line movement. That's the biggest reason here to take Baltimore. Minus 175 up to minus 185. 92% uh, of bets, 97% of the money is on the O's. A huge, overwhelming uh, public and wise guy play. 
A lot of system matches here. Both had the day off. Take the favorite, 63%. As we mentioned, quite a few matches on that today. AL East favorite playing teams outside the division, 64%. Baltimore as a favorite is 38-16, and 16, 70%, including 13-6 and 6 as a favorite off a loss. The Orioles have the better bats, hitting 250 versus 223 for Oakland. Better team ERA, 4.13 versus 5.57. And Baltimore also has that classic non-division road favorite value with the lack of familiarity benefiting the better team. And the A's, this is kind of a principle play. It's obvious to me just in terms of, okay, at least we have line movement toward the Baltimore Orioles telling us pros are, are laying it with the O's. But it's also a, you know, if the A's beat me, I'll have to tip my cap. I, I don't want to jinx it. They did this to me uh, the last game of the Cardinals series. They won 8-0. Uh, but this is an A's team that I want to bet against. And also, I think you're going to get a good effort out of Baltimore because they've lost two straight. They lost two straight to the San Diego Padres. So uh, hopefully uh, they have a reason to really show up today and maybe take out some of their aggression on the lowly A's. But in this spot, the A's, a big bet against. They're 34-86 and 86 as a dog. It's a 28% win rate. They're 18 and 41 at home, 31%, and they're 24 and 63 against righties. Uh, that's 28%. Uh, so I'm going to go with the uh, Baltimore Orioles here, guys. Give me the O's and uh, don't outsmart yourself. Don't overthink it. Play. I'm on the Baltimore Orioles at minus 185. Then last bet of the night, late game here, 10 10 p.m. Eastern time. Dodgers Miami. I'm going with the Dodgers, guys. Now I'll qualify this by saying. This isn't the sharpest play in the world. This is a value play. A value play in terms of how do you not ride the Dodgers right now who are 15-1 and in their last 16 games, laying a very short number at home. To me, that's why it's a value play. And I think you always want to go into a bet knowing why you're betting something. Is it uh, based on a sharp line move? Is it a contrarian play? Is it a value play? Is it based on an injury? You know, you always want to at least be aware of why you've built a strong enough case to get down on a game. So the reason why I'm saying Dodgers aren't that sharp is that the line really hasn't moved at all. You know, they opened minus 145-ish. They're still around minus 145-ish. You can probably find a minus 140 out there. So it's not like they have steam, you know, minus 150 up to minus 170. It's pretty much stayed where it's at. So if you tell me you like Miami, again, I'm not going to blame you. It's kind of a line freeze here. But the Dodgers have been playing so good, and this number is so short, relatively speaking, to what they usually lay, that I got to take a shot on the Dodgers at this price, guys. Also like the pitching matchup. Uh, Sandy Alcantara is going for Miami, 5-10, 4.09 ERA. Uh, but Tony Gonsolin has been really good, 8-4, 4.24 ERA. The Dodgers are 6-1 in Gonsolin's last seven starts. Uh, Alcantara has been worse on the road, 4.56 ERA on the road versus 3.61 at home. And Miami is only 2-6 in Alcantara's last eight starts. Now, another reason to bet the Dodgers, aside from 15-1 their last 16, playing great baseball, they made a bunch of really good moves at the deadline, Ahmed Rosario, Kike Hernandez, Lance Lynn pitched a gem last night. Uh, but Dodgers in the spot. Uh, Dodgers as a home favorite this year, 41-18, and 18, 69% with a 7% ROI. Uh, Dodgers as a value short favorite, so minus 150 or less. Uh, they are on the year 27-14, 66% with a 17% ROI. Miami's also struggled on the road, just 26-32 and 32 as a visitor. So I fully admit it's not a huge team move. It's not a reverse line move. Uh, this is just a value play on a really good team that's red hot at home laying a short number. So that's the reason why I'm betting the Dodgers, guys. Shop around. I got the Dodgers at minus 135. So for those playing at home, our six-pack here, can we get four or more? Give me Philadelphia, Toronto, Houston, Colorado, Baltimore, and the L.A. Dodgers. Now turning the page, guys, literally and figuratively, to the NFL preseason. I got one information-based bet for you tomorrow. 
Uh, I could probably have a few here, but um, I won't be able to watch some of these games here. I got a lot of stuff with the with the wife. Don't call her the fiance anymore. She's the wife. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff we got to do tomorrow. So uh, I'm kind of taking an easy approach, but there's one that really jumped out to me, uh, and it is the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, give me the Colts, guys, on the money line. It's a bit of a high price here. I got them at minus 200. Uh, I'm seeing them now maybe get up to minus 215, so I don't love the fact that they're getting more expensive. But this would be an information-based bet for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, there is kind of a kind of a, a little bit of an edge here on a uh, backing an 0-1 team in the preseason versus a 1-0 team. So Chicago, as you remember, they held on uh, for a win for us against Tennessee. They won 23-17 last week. Indy lost to the Bills 23-19. They were actually favored by 3.5 in that one. But to me, this is a data-driven play as well as an information-based play uh, based bet. So the data play is a massive sharp contrarian line move. Indianapolis Colts are only getting 21% of bets tomorrow using our VEASAN.com bet splits coming directly from DraftKings, but they're taking into account 50% of the money. And they open as low as minus two, and now they're up to minus four, even four and a half here. So uh, if 80% of bets are on Chicago, why is the line moving so big to Indy? Tells me a classic contrarian favorite, fade the trendy dog, RLM play. Uh, also for the information-based bets angle, Matt Eberflus, coach of the um, uh, the Chicago Bears, he's already said that Justin Fields will not play, and a lot of the other starters will not play. So you're resting a lot of guys for Chicago. Now, if you guys remember that game against the uh, Tennessee Titans, Justin Fields threw two really long touchdown passes, then all the other QBs that came in pretty much stunk, and uh, they didn't really do much. There were three field goals after that. So P.J. Walker, Nathan Peterman, Tyson Bajent, these are the guys that you're going to see who uh, didn't inspire much offensively last week. Uh, meanwhile, how uh, you look at Indy, they have Gardner Minshew. They have Sam Ellinger. You might see a little bit of Anthony Richardson. Um, and, again, once again, this is a money line play for me because if Indy – I know it's not really a key number anymore, but, um, you know, if they tie, something weird happens, we get a refund on our payment uh, versus also going money line. You know, they win by four, three, two, or one, we lose our bet or push. So it's a money line play at minus 200. Again, trying to chip away at just a half unit here. But if you're telling me Indy's playing there, guys, Chicago is not. Indy's only getting 20%, but the line's moving in their favor. I got to stay true to my samples, to my, to my system here, guys. Give me the Colts tomorrow at minus 200. Then last bet for you, I got a biting play, a biting play in the arena. Uh, and we are going to a big matchup here between, let me find it for you, Pedro Munoz and Marlon Vera. And I'm going with Marlon Vera, baby. Pretty simple here. It's not going to be a very complex handicap, but just a reminder, uh, when I'm betting UFC, uh, I'd always recommend first checking out Gamble and Lou at VSIN as well as uh, Reed Kuhn. They're really our go-to experts for UFC. But your boy's developed his own model over time. Uh, and I tell you what, guys, you know, it's fun to tell people if they're winning, and I totally get that. But to me, sports betting is all about uh, having faith in yourself, trying to win yourself. And, again, I'm not saying you do it completely alone, but – um, you know, to me, it's, it's, you want to, uh, see if you can, you know, make, make your own smart bets. That's part of it. That's a big point. You know, I could you know, always give this example, but I can come to your house and bake you an amazing, uh, you know, amazing piece of salmon, you know, which you would eat great tonight and you would do no work and it'd be great. Right. Uh, but wouldn't you want to learn how to catch your own salmon, how to fish for yourself? Then you can make salmon every night for yourself and be sustainable. That's maybe a weird, you know, kind of comparison analogy, but that's the way I kind of view it. So anyway, my model, what I lean on is I'm trying to apply the data as well as the uh, tail of the tape and trying to combine the two in the same direction to make a smart bet. So my angle is 
I want a fighter who is younger, taller, has a longer reach. So the physical and youth advantages. And then also the data, they have a line move in their favor and they have a low bets, higher dollars bet split. So our guy, Marlon Vera, matches that to a T. Uh, Marlon Vera open at minus 190. He's been bet up to around minus 200. He's only getting 47% of bets at BetMGM, but 56% of dollars. So I would technically be contrarian with a reverse line move, a plus 9% smart money discrepancy. If a slight majority of bets are on Munoz, why is the line going to Vera? Tells me smart money's with Vera. Then also tail the tape. Vera is 30 years old. Pedro Munoz is like me. He's 36 years old. So fade fighters five years or older. Fade fighters 35 or older. So a six-year youth advantage for Marlon Vera. Also a height advantage. He's five foot seven. Munoz is five foot five, so two inches of height uh, in his uh, in his advantage. And then also a reach advantage. 70 and a half inch reach for uh, Vera. Munoz is 65 inches. So we have a low bets, higher dollar, contrarian, sharp reverse line move, minus 190 to minus 200, six years younger, two inches taller, and what, five and a half inches longer in terms of his reach. So you add it all up, guys, we're checking off pretty much every box. Younger, taller, longer reach, line move, low bets, higher dollar, bet split. Add it all up. My one play for tomorrow in the UFC, biting, is Marlon Vera. Shop around, you can probably find him. I do see one shop around minus 190-ish, so... As always, don't assume that your book will just have the best number. Have multiple outs. Get the best number, as always. Give me Marlon Vera to hopefully get it done for the team on Saturday night. That about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Pod, episode 890 on a big Friday. But reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights Pod or the Morning Bets Pod or this style and approach to sports betting, maybe you never really knew it existed, uh, and maybe you've been provided a blueprint here to where uh, maybe you don't bet every single game I mentioned, but... Uh, you listen in and you kind of you know hone in on a couple aspects of betting that maybe you didn't think about before. Going contrarian, line movement, betting percentages, betting systems, uh, fading the trendy dog, money lining short favorites, dog to fave line moves, avoiding parlays and flat betting and betting to risk, not betting to win. If any of the aspects of the pod have helped you along in your sports betting journey to becoming more successful better and you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena on a daily basis. And go make my day. Uh, Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. That's my book. That's my baby. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. It took me a full summer never leaving my apartment when I lived in Gloucester, Mass., where the perfect storm was filmed, uh, where I would uh, just spend all day writing. And I just put everything I've learned into that book. So how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how uh, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line how to set up a bankroll management plan. It's all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. You also got a full chapter on how to bet NFL. If you want to brush up on key numbers and uh, weather-based systems and all that kind of stuff, teasers, uh, as well as how to bet the uh, college football with some systems there as well. So support the team. Make me happy. Go buy the book for that friend of yours who parlays everything and tell him to stop parlaying. It's a massive handout to the book, uh, and you'll be much better off as a flat better. But anyway, guys, that about does it. Episode 890 of the Market Insights Pod. Been grinding all week. Broke through last night. Let's see if we can uh, finish off our week here on a hot note. My parting words, as always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State of New York, or in my neck of the woods sweating at the Encore in Boston or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield, or out in the desert, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, 
or sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa with your feet in the pool at Stadium Swim. Amongst all the uh, the beautiful people, you'll feel like you're in an episode of the Kardashians if you ever get to Stadium Swim. I highly recommend it. Uh, contrarian ticket in one hand, pina colada in the other. Uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. Make sure you get the waffle fries as well. Or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook. My two other favorite books anytime I'm lucky enough to get out to Vegas. Wherever it may be, you're going you're gonna to walk up to me. You're going to show me a nice little sweep last night. Show me a Dodgers ticket. one nothing victory. Show me a Mets ticket. Show me a Mariners ticket if you bet it earlier in the day with me. Uh, most of all, show me an Eagles money line. We're not going to celebrate a win, but we're going to celebrate a push. We tied, and we got our money back, and I'm, t- I'm totally fine with that. Uh, again, it's funny. You always want to win, but you always take a tie if the, uh, the alternative is a loss. Uh, so have a great weekend, everyone. I will be putting out the sharp reports for tomorrow and Sunday, uh, but I wish you the best of luck. We'll be back at it on Monday, everyone. Uh, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but we are playing a long game, and if we can consistently get down in games that fit our model, check off the boxes against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful betters long-term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great weekend. Let's see if we can get four out of these six baseball plays. See if we can get a couple winners there in uh, NFL preseason and in the UFC. Uh, But have a great weekend, everyone. Back at it on Monday. Uh, As always, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck, everybody. Have a great Friday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.